but they won't tell you what really, really is going on because the media, the big media, is an arm, it's an extension of this global government that's coming into view. It's something we've been talking about for a long, long time, and those who've been awake have lots of documentation I have, I've been collecting it all my life, to find out how the world is run, how our opinions are formed, how we're conned left, right and center all through our entire lives and the media never changes its method. Why change it when it works so well? Back with more of this after the following messages. Gardasil cancer vaccine. 
the big hullabaloo we've heard about this is going to be mandatory Gardasil cancer vaccine. And even the, even the term cancer vaccine, you see, they, they really hype up that part of it uh, because this is all to do with venereal warts. And venereal warts, uh, sure, are found at the center very often of the cervical cancer, long-term irritation, even of a low, a low type of irritation, not necessarily a high fever, a low, low inflammation over a long period of time can cause cancer anywhere in the body. And this is certainly a cause of it. However, there's been no proof this actually works, this particular vaccine. But it's big money, it's big hype, and the pharmaceuticals will go into overdrive to make sure that you get it because it's all profit all the way to the bank, if indeed it has anything to do with what to tell you is in it, because your general, general practitioner and your nurse cannot analyze that stuff. It's all taken on faith that that's what's inside that little syringe. But the story, as I say, from news.com.au, is from December the 3rd, 2007, by Kate Sikora and Kelvin Bissett. Just more than 17 girls a week have been experiencing adverse reactions such as seizures and numbness after taking cervical cancer vaccine Gardasil since it became widely distributed in April. But the Department of Health and Aging, <laughs> Department of Health and Aging, while revealing the number of reactions, is refusing to release the details of them. So there's again your government department refusing to tell you the details of all these nasty reactions. Despite growing controversy overseas, including links to at least seven deaths, there have been previous young girls fainting, experiencing seizures, dizzy spells, and paralysis, just minor things like paralysis, including 20 students at a Melbourne private school who reported being sick after having an injection in late May. The Daily Telegraph can reveal that as of November the 30th, there have been 496 adverse reaction reports filed to the Therapeutic Goods Association. Of those, 468 of the reported cases had the human papilloma virus vaccine as a sole suspected cause. In the U.S., there have been reports of up to 1,700 women suffering adverse reactions after being vaccinated. Manufacturer CSL has dismissed allegations of associated deaths in the U.S., claiming that the women died of unrelated thrombosis or heart attack. That's the exact same thing the same companies put out when they brought out the birth control pill and women were killing over with strokes and thrombosis, uh, clots in the brain and so on. Uh, the same kind of uh, hit back at them. When Gardasil was released earlier this year, its inventor, former Australian of the Year, Ian Fraser, urged parents to vaccinate their daughters. In other words, here's the guy that's wanting to create a market, creating the market and getting the government to push it. Uh, what changes, eh? Don't you get bored with the routine? Don't you get really bored watching the corrupt sods get off with this kind of thing over and over again? That's quite something. And... It goes on to say, it'd be a pity if that opportunity was lost because of fainting. But we're talking about dying too here and paralysis, Professor Fraser. The National HPV program vaccinates 12 and 13-year-olds in the first year of secondary school, along with a catch-up program for women up to 26. Teenager Stephanie Kemp, 
was vaccinated with Gardasil before it was distributed free. And here's her mummy, who probably worships the white coats. I thought it was important for her to have it, said her mother, Sue. To have these things available, I think, is fantastic. The pluses outweigh the minuses, she said. Dr. Rohan Hammett, the TGA acting national manager, said the safety of Gardasil was being monitored by bodies in Australia and overseas with more than 10 million doses distributed worldwide to date. He added the rate of adverse reactions was consistent with those expected with any vaccine. Well, what's the percentage that's supposed to be consistent with it in any vaccine, eh? And why are they having it? And then CSL, the drug company, spokesman Rachel David said, majority of side effects were linked to, to people with severe allergies. So there you go, just an allergic response. Death is an allergic response to being poisoned. But there you go, that's what it is. And then underneath it, they have some responses from listeners. And uh, it says here, news articles never give you news anymore. Well, that is very true. The same company, Merck, said Vioxx was good for you. That was for that was supposed to be for arthritic patients until they yanked it off the shelf because people started having heart attacks. And they poo-pooed that for long enough before they, they yanked it off the shelf. They did that for a few years, killed lots of people. These companies spend a lot of money to public relations firms to falsely advertise their new drug. Gardasil only protects against four types of HPV, supposedly. That's right, with mostly long-term tests. They do not test vaccines for more than six weeks in clinical tests, which is nothing. And this is the first vaccinations that has a live cancer virus in it. You should really look at what is put into these vaccines, and people should really look into what they're, they're, they're putting into their bodies. It's incredible. It's incredible how we've been brainwashed to get this stuff stuck into us, all kinds of stuff. And it's all taken on indoctrinated faith from the doctor down. Everyone takes it on faith, the guys above them, I've put into that little vial what it says on the vial. None of them can test it themselves. Blind faith, even though from polio on down, even before polio, we've watched the side effects. We've watched the autism and all the rest of it come up with the MNR uh, vaccines given out to young babies. We've watched all this stuff. The statistics are all over the place, but they still want to keep pumping it into us because we're being bioengineered, and this is part of a eugenics program. Bottom line, eugenics program. Yep, it's that bad. That's what's happening. Now, I think we've got Phil and Maryland on the line. Are you there, Phil? Hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay, I got an article here that uh, I'd like to read just a little bit of you, and I'd like to get your take on it. Um, I'm in a rural county here in Maryland. Um, the title of the article is Firm Garners Data on County. For about $650,000, the county contracted with Spatial Systems Associates to verify the addresses of all buildings in the county and identify access points to the building. So these guys are going around with a car with a camera mounted on the top. Yeah. And the director of the Office of Information and Technology Services said the information will initially be used by public safety agencies, but other departments such as planning could also benefit from the information. The first part of the project 
which started December 3rd, involves taking pictures of every occupied building in the county and checking the address, even if it is displayed, using a laptop computer anchored to a post near the center console. They reposition the camera to take shots of the house while trying not to photograph trees and other substance uh, obstructions. I can't believe this is going on in my county. Mm -hmm. We want to provide the county with the best possible data. It's an important project for emergency services, and we definitely want to make sure it's accurate. Um, and then they basically say that they have software, software that allows them to check the information the county has on file, on a map, technicians can see the houses that they have been to and the ones they still need to visit. And then it just basically ends by saying the guys, they interviewed the guys driving around in the car taking pictures. The first day we needed GPS to get around, the second day not so much. Well, if they can use a GPS. Hold on and we'll, we'll go into this after the following message. Okay. these orders and rules and laws appearing there 
and they have given us no complaints department. That's just it. So you're exactly right there. Who do you complain to? There's no, there's no complaints department for anybody in the public here. This is all a must-be. And they, they said they would concentrate on the rural areas because in the near future, they're going to cleanse the, the rural areas of people. They don't want you in the rural areas. Right. They want you into these habitat areas. In other words, for the vast majority of the public, if they go into the already overcrowded cities, while they're building, I don't realize they're building uh, exquisite habitat areas, smaller ones all over the place for high-level bureaucrats and their families, that's already underway. So uh, I'm just trying to grasp this. They are really taking all this data. They're going to put it in a database, and this is what SWAT teams are going to use to call it up and say, okay, such and such an address, uh, and they're going to sit there out front of the house, with, and they're going to beam it down to that truck or wherever they're sitting, and they're going to basically have a 3D of that house with every Absolutely. entrance. And Absolutely. Incredible. Uh-huh. You see, total information, total information network, and I hope people get that. It's not just listening to every phone call and recording every phone call or fax or, or Internet uh, thing that you do. It's also a complete 24-hour observation as well. And we are, we are observed. I, I, I was amazed to see um, just what the local government had just using aircraft how they go over every area in Canada at least once per month and photograph over your house. And you can see your lawnmower outside and maybe even you as well. Uh, they, all, they have that already. Now with the satellites, of course, they, they have far more data uh, on an ongoing basis. Total information means total information, and it's all about what you're doing. It's very, it, to me personally, it's intimidating. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't, like, I, I don't know... <laughs> Well, that's what George Bush meant when he declared that made that open declaration that went through people's ears like a breath of wind just blasting through. He gave us a legal statement, a redefining of the word freedom. He yeah. said, the new freedom. That's a legal classification of a new definition of what freedom now is. And you better ask them what they mean by that because they'll give you the new definition. It means you have no freedom. That's what it means. Thanks for taking my call on. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. And we've got Rick in California. Are you there, Rick? Hello, Rick. Hello, Alan. Yes. Oh, good. Now I got through. Um, I just wanted to, to um, say something. I, I um, have been uh, – I'm, I'm pretty good at math sometimes, and um, I've learned some numerology. I grew up around people who were into it, and um, – this is something that I figured out. Um, I figured out that if you, that the, that the distance between in time and days between December uh, or between January 1st, 1995, and April 19th, 1995, the date of the Oklahoma City Federal Building is almost exactly the same time, almost exactly the same distance as the time between 9/11/01 and the end of the year of that year. Um, if you if you take a year as a line segment, they're almost the same distance into the year, one going backwards, one forwards. Um, it's 109 days until till April uh, 19th, and it's 111 days from 9/11 to the end of the year. And if you cross out the one in front of both of those numbers, um, Oklahoma City and, and 9/11 are connected by 9/11. Yeah. What was that? That's right. And I'll back before after these numbers. Okay. Hello.
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi, folks. I'm back with Cutting Through the Matrix. We've got a call, but a caller on the line. Are you still there? Yes. Um, can you hear me okay, Alan? Yeah, I know that they love uh, their numbers. Mm-hmm. And uh, people who are into numerology generally do know that you you bring it down to the lowest number. And, yeah. And, and uh, you always end up with the 10, which is 1, and so on. And everything becomes 1. But they've been doing this forever. And you realize, too, they have a, a parallel calendar that they go by. And, and they still s- start their year off, basically, in March. Ah. Sometimes the end of March, depending uh, how many what century it is, but they do this uh, quite often, and they, they do love their numbers and their 911s and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah um, I remember um, Donald Rumsfeld was on TV with um, Larry King. Or, um, I don't know, last year, end of last year, early this year, and, and Larry King said to him, "Do you think there's going to be another 911 type attack?" And he said, "Oh yes," and he, he appeared so confident. He said, "Much worse than 911." Well, and, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, like if you count when 1 and 9, it, it reduces down to 109, it reduces to 1. That's like the first attack. And if you add up uh, 2 and 5 and 4, which is the day till the 9, till 9-11, that reduces to, to 2. That's the second attack. So if you go by that sequence, then the third attack would have to be on the day that adds up to 3. But maybe, maybe I don't know, if they, maybe they won't go by that sequence, though. So. Uh, what they often do is they go by old occultic... Uh, important dates. I mean, even 9-11 happens when it's still within the Ides of September. Mm-hmm. And it's, what it means is a system, meaning a god is born out of the head of Zeus, a goddess, uh, by pure will of the goddess, meaning those who run the system are creating a brand new system by their own own will, their perfected will. That's what they meant by that. If one could create an algorithm um, using their dates and everything, could one uh, calculate possible dates for for the next attack um, and I don't live in fear of that to be honest because I've, I've watched them before making dates and, and the internet's full of people making dates and, and nothing happens yeah that's particular true. dates and you, you get caught up on it all it is is a fear-mongering thing of predictive programming waiting for the next one and uh, you, you get an ulcer waiting for it and then nothing it, happens whenever it happens it, it'll be when you least expect it yeah yeah that's true yeah. I can I just make one more point, and then I'll get off the phone. So, yeah. Um, I've also, as I've been learning about computers, um, I learned that that your you know your BIOS, uh, B I O S, basic input out, output system, and I was thinking about that. It's also like, and I was thinking about racism and how humans, you know, could ha- we have um, stored files in our brain that, you know, old old um, prejudices. Yeah. It's like our bi our bias is also our bi B I A S. It's like our bias. Mm-hmm. So. Is there some symbolism there, if, if 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 that makes any sense, you know? Yeah, there's, a, there's always symbol. The, the goal, all the computer terminology is highly symbolic. You know, your, your hard drive, your RAM, and all it's all sexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Alan. Thanks for calling. And we've got Roberts in New York. Is that Robert? Hello. 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 Yes. Is that Robert? Yes. Oh, go ahead. Um, any suggestions for uh, dealing with family members uh, who basically live in the TV world uh, when presenting information to them? Uh, usually results in uh, 
high emotional outburst, uh, massive denial, and uh, basically, you know, tension between um, us and them. Yeah. Uh, to the point where you, we don't even bring it up anymore, but uh, they'll actually, because it bothers, bothers them inside, they'll bring it up and then the screaming starts and then they just go back to denial. Any suggestions for getting through to uh, family members? Uh, no, I, I generally tell people not to try with family members because all you do, you're the guy that's waking up and uh, you can't fall asleep again. It just doesn't happen. Uh, however, the chances of someone in the same family waking up are so small, so slim, uh, that it's almost impossible. Maybe one in 10,000 will wake up. And because they are programmed and, and they truly do believe television, um, they'll, they'll think you're mad. They'll make your life hell. And all you do is cause dissension in the home and uh, you'll be under attack all the time. So it's best to, if, you, if you're going to stay where you are, which can all, sometimes become a, a pretty well impossible, but if you're going to stay where you are, you have to learn to live inside your head while you're at home with them. And you have to, I, go, I call it robo-land. You talk about the topics, even though it's tiresome to do so. Exactly. They've heard on the media, and, and that's what they relate to. Anything outside that media, they don't relate to. Yeah, see, really the only way to connect with them is uh, just, you know, lowering yourself to that level and just to have any sort of, um, you know, bond with them in any way. Um, just another question, I guess. Everything you know, you've learned about in this life, uh, where do you, you know, uh, your honest opinion, where do you see this world in 20 years? Uh, hell. Really? Because it, no, it's not just my opinion. And apart from what's so visible at the moment, uh, with, with every country uh, passing the same uh, laws at the same time every day, um, and plus the Department of Defense issuing its 30-year uh, prospect or the future, what they foresee, and this is the top for, for the NASA countries, uh, um, we're looking at... Um, Absolute hell. I mean, you know, the, the, the Department of Defense is not a joke. These characters study war. And their job is to always predict what's coming and prepare for it. And they have been preparing for it. And um, uh, they see 30 years of rising mayhem and chaos and, and uh, mobs, flash mobs, they call it, in the population. Now, what would cause the average person to go to that kind of length? And it'd be quite simple. You turn off uh, their, their, their electricity you turn off uh, or cut down their electricity, their, their gasoline for sure, they want you off the road, down the road. Uh, you, you, you restrict their food supply, uh, rationing is going to come. That's in the United Nations Charter, by the way. Uh, they say that they, they eventually will distribute food to each country and you will be responsible for keeping your own country's population under control, meaning it's up to you with the pro to deal with the problem and bring it down into satisfactory figures. This is what's coming down the pike. The military-industrial complex are bringing it on, too. They're prepared for it. That's what this whole supposed war on terror is about. It's a war of terror on the public of the world. War has been declared on the people of the world. And those in control are the real government, not the one you elect. The one you elect are just the puppets that do what they're told by the, the superior government. And have you... Uh, you've made some comments, and it seems to be skepticism, but... Uh, have you made a, a genuine attempt to look into Ron Paul at all? 
and uh, his record no, no, and, and the message he brings to the table. I'll tell you this. You see, this only works in America. I've watched American politics for years, and I understand the psychology of America. <clears throat> and they would never give you a lone hero scenario in any other country. It's designed for the Hollywood indoctrination of Clint Eastwood writing into town and clearing it up, and you sit back and let it happen. Uh, it, it, they always give you a middleman who will say all of the right things for elections, and, they, and you know they don't get in. Now, if he did, if he was genuine and he did get in there and he stuck to what he was going to do, all his promises, he, he, would, be, he would be Kennedied so quickly. Because you're not up against a, a, a decent, honest system here. You're up against a totalitarian regime here. Uh, that doesn't mess around. Persuasion by, by pleading to them is not going to change this course that's been on the books for many, many years. They'll eliminate anyone, uh, any single individual, they'll eliminate them that tries to change it. Because uh, you've got to understand everything, all the big international corporations are actually fronts and part of your industrial, military-industrial complex. Interwoven uh, with, with the richest families on the planet that have run this planet for many, many centuries. And, and they're not going to keel over and, and, and or roll over and play dead because you, you ask them nicely. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and that would tell be... People, listen, the most important thing is you, every one of you, is your own champion. Never delegate the position to someone else to do it all for you. That's why we're in the mess we're in. We've been trained, dumbed down, and, and given a bunch of representatives to vote for, and we've watched this agenda steamroll all through our lives, steamroll on to where it's going to right now, because we sat on our hands and we were trained that all these nice guys would, would do it for us. You cannot delegate this kind of responsibility uh, to people you don't know. That's why uh, some of the uh, you know older people I know, they... They don't even pay attention to Ron Paul because they're just like he's not. You know, he's. I've, they've seen too many elections to to have any hope, really. Well, they don't run the government. The, the the government you see doesn't run the system. And Margaret Thatcher admitted that as a parallel government. And uh, Professor Carl Quigley wrote in the book on behalf of this parallel government. In the U.S., it's called, it's called the Council on Foreign Relations. That's one part of it. And he said it's a parallel government that's been running for 60 years. That was back in 1960 he wrote that book. And these same characters who are in the Council on Foreign Relations and this other, uh, as many tentacles, one of them is called the Trilateral Commission, uh, these are the characters that are advisors to presidents. They, they just tell the presidents what to say and do. All the lesser politicians deal with more local affairs and just do what they're told because they want brownie points. They don't speak for the people. Yeah, well, you know, maybe just to finish up and offer some hope, uh, I think the younger generation is waking up at a you're mass right, you're, level. You're right. That's one of the best things I've seen. The younger generation, it's time, it's time it happened because, you see, the older ones have sat back too long. They, they were the spoiled generation. One generation had it better than any other generation before, mainly because of credit cards and easy credit, and now they're pulling it all back from them. 
And, and, and but then most folk, too, I was so sick of hearing older people saying, well, thank God I'll be dead when the worst of it comes along. And I said, that's abdicating our responsibility. Uh, the reason we're in the mess we're in is because the older ones dumped it all on us. And now exactly. you want to dump it on the younger generation. No, we have to speak up for the younger generation because they must have the chance to live. Yes, well, my own mother, who actually does have some understand, understanding of this stuff, she jokes and she says, I'm not going to have to worry about it. I'll be too old or gone. Yeah, and that's the And then I say, you yeah. know what, it, it may happen sooner than you think. Yeah. Well, what, what a cop-out to say, I, I've done okay, a tough luck on the ones to come. Yeah. What, what an, a, a self-centered cop-out that is, isn't it? It's sad because, you know, these are the ones you look up to and these are your elders and they're just... Not doing anything. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And that's part of the problem. Uh, you'll find the, the self-centered um, hedonistic types are counted on by those that run the world to do nothing. As long as they're okay, they get through it. They don't care about other people. Uh, we've got to start bonding with other people again for survival's sake. And that means survival of everyone. Yeah, they either don't want to hear or they don't want to do anything about it. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Alan, and, uh, you know, thanks for everything you're doing, your, your part in helping to save the world. Well, thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye now. And we've got, uh, now, is it Ryan in New York? Or was that Ryan? I'm losing my place here. Hello? Hello? Hey, uh, I think the other day you mentioned something about uh, satellites in space that haven't been uh, activated, and... Uh, you know, it was a good example of, uh, you know, technology we don't know about, uh, which is why I kind of get annoyed when people try to push uh, exopolitics on me, because if, if you don't know their level of technology, you really can't be, uh, you know, talking about aliens, because, uh, you know, they could just be, they have the technology to make you think that. Oh, yeah. And I was, yeah. I was actually wondering about... Uh, your opinions on Charles Fort, and if you think he was uh, coming across um, harp technologies. Oh, yeah, he was, he was coming across harp technologies. He knew about that. He certainly knew about that. Uh, harp technology is old technology. Yeah, that's what I figured. You know, I mean, the Tesla talked about, Tesla worked on it, in fact, the standing wave technology uh, a long time ago. And he was only one. Whenever we're attracted to one person's name, remember, he's probably the faint. They had other departments working in that in other parts of the world, too, at the same time, uh, going even further with that technology. And they have a treaty at the United Nations signed in the 1970s. Now, they don't sign a treaty unless they have the ability to use this technology. And they said that the weather warfare technology, that's HARP they're talking about, yeah. in conjunction with aerial spraying can cause earthquakes, uh, tornadoes, hurricanes, droughts, famines, and all the rest of it. They said, in fact, they said basically this had made the H-bomb obsolete. Hmm. Yeah. So, and, uh, I mean, Ford has some weird, uh, weird writings. He's, uh, he's most likely allowed to do that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And yeah. again, yeah, they, they have these, like, humble beginnings that just could be garbage. Mm-hmm. And they always create a big myth after a person's gone, you know. Yeah. And they tack yeah. on, you find different groups that have belief systems, tack on a belief, and you have to read the original writings of a person to understand what they actually said themselves. Mm. Uh, often those who write about them just tack a lot of stuff on that's not true. Yeah. And that's why I always advise people is get the original authors. Uh, 
it's like talking about the Founding Fathers. It's just how many people have actually read the Founding Fathers' writings? Well, I have, you see. I know what they did say and, and what they thought about, as opposed to what present-day political groups would want you to believe they thought about and said. <laughs> it's completely different. I, I, I don't even think they make you read Benjamin Franklin's autobiography anymore. It well, it's not full of sex and violence, and there's, there's no real terrible plots in it. People today yeah. only follow what's entertaining. Yeah, entertaining gratification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a problem. They've been trained that way. And uh, uh, that's why we're so easily indoctrinated now, because we expect... Uh, to be entertained. In fact, most of the history we're given today, even the History Channel is a joke. Uh, they excise more of history than they actually put into it, and it's all, it's all a one-sided story, basically. We're gonna we're gonna entertain ourselves to death. Uh, we are. It's, I, I can remember watching an old vampire movie, and this character was eating spiders in a prison cell. This helper of, of the vampire. And you went through this kind of a sane asylum where, where, where they were all held, these people, the helpers of the vampire, and, and they were masturbating, just like masturbating constantly. And, and that, that's basically what we're seeing. Mental masturbation has, has yeah. been going on to the public, going through the public in the form of entertainment until they can't get enough of it. And they did this experiment with, with rats and mice years ago uh, where they put electrodes in their brain into the sexual areas of the brain, and these, 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 little, these, these characters wouldn't even eat or drink. They, they, they just go through this tremendously pleasant emotion until they died. Well, it's very mm-hmm. similar to that. The public have been addicted and had an overdose of, of incredible um, indoctrination via entertainment, mainly to do with sex and violence combined, because both contain the limbic system of the brain, the primitive parts of the brain. I'll be back with more about this after the following messages. Hi folks, Alan Watt, back with Cutting Through the Matrix. And uh, just a, a last comment, uh, there on Charles Fort. Uh, Fort did make some good statements or comments. He made them on the human condition. And he said, I think we're being farmed. And he's quite right, because we're looked upon as animals to serve the elite. And we are farmed, and a farmer does breed up a herd when he needs lots of them uh, for, for whatever purposes, for war, etc., for people, that is or for feeding armies, if it's actually animals, and he'll kill them back when there's too many of them. And that's how we're treated. We're farmed. We've been farmed down through the centuries. And so Charles Fort was quite right on that part of his observations. Now, we've also got um, George from Illinois. Are you there, George? Hello, George. Hi, Alan. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to follow up on one of your callers that talked about the numerology in terms of uh, the Dewey Decimal System. I've uh, done a lot of research recently, and I've noticed a strange pattern. It's probably you probably under, you know are very aware of it, uh, but I was looking on basic subjects like uh, Freemasonry, 366, occult, uh, Kabbalah, 133. Globalization, 333. Uh, military intelligence, artificial intelligence, 1.9. 
Uh, of course, there are, all these numbers are, uh, are really based on uh, three, two, seven, and nine. Those are, you know, yep. of course, uh, have a uh, Albert name. Pike goes through that in Morals and Dogma. Ah, okay. Those particular numbers, yeah. Did you, can you tell me your thoughts on John Dewey? Was he uh, a person that was very much an insider? Oh, yeah, he was put out there to, to bring in uh, a standardized education system, again, from the old Frankfurt School, where they sent out lots of missionaries, you might say, on behalf of monarchs and so on, to teach a form, uh, to, get, to, get, to set up uh, government institutions which would make mandatory education to standardize the thoughts of the people. That's, that was the purpose of it, and to make them more manageable and well-behaved by the authorities. John Dewey also, he was the first guy to say if we could convince the public of an invasion from outer space, we could get the public united under a world government. They'd come together to fight what they thought was an invasion. That was a long time ago. <laughs> wow. Thanks. I just wanted to thank you for all your great work. I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, thanks it. for calling. Bye-bye. And that's, that's what's going on in this old world here. We're, we're in Disneyland, as I say, or we're in the Wizard of Oz land. It's very interesting, the word Oz, you'll find it in the Bible under Uz, U-Z, the same word, actually, where the wizard came out and started all the, uh, the stuff off, actually, if you read it. It's all allegory of a truism. But, we're, yeah, we're living in a world of deception, and we're treated like children, and you don't tell the children the truth ever. And for whatever they do... They will give you a good reason after convincing you of falsities. You'll you'll think it's a good reason. And they always have a a real reason. It's the real reason. It's a hard one to find. You have to find it for yourself. And you can always hunt it down if you're determined enough to find it. Because they do put little bits and pieces in those dusty old books that are sitting in the shelves of libraries. Those who have access to university libraries, libraries and can get into them should make good use of those very old dusty books. Lots of good information hidden in there, put up by the big boys themselves. Read them. They tell you their agenda. It's called the Open Conspiracy. From Hamish and myself on a cold night, I'm from Canada. Interior Canada, it's good night to me, your God. Or your gods go with you.